The Masters are here, so let's discuss the best Masters plays on the slate, starting with who I believe is the best play. And that man's name is Maxoma, who is $7,100. According to my model, he is technically the number two overall play, but when you factor in salary, he becomes the number one play. And this is a little bit of what he's done recently. These stats are courtesy of Fantasy National. If you only count cut events, so not the match play the last time out, everything has looked pretty damn good. Basically top 15s and top 20s everywhere since the start of the year at the century. And for the most part, when we're looking at Augusta in the Masters you want somebody who has good approach play can hit the fairways and hey if they have driving distance and a hot putter that's great and home as approach play as of late in this column right here has been nothing but fantastic when it comes to difficult long courses like Augusta at the Masters Homa is a top 10 player in this field in both hitting the fairway and driving distance so Max Homa at $7,100 is somebody who looks really good to me and I'm not sure he'll pick up a ton of ownership but even if he does we have a load of options as well in what is the best range on the slate the $7,000 range. Corey Connors at 7,600, arguably outside of a Max Homa, might be the best play on the slate. Corey Connors is somebody who has flashed. He is somebody who has looked good these last couple of weeks, getting his approach play back, finishing nearly top 10 at the API. You can go to a guy like Webb Simpson here, who's had recent form that is not that great. A 48th, and though basically over the last month is his best finish, but then you go and look at what he's done at the Masters over the years, and the course history is basically the stickiest that it will ever be at a course like the Masters, and you're just getting great finishes a 12th, a 10th, a 5th, and a 20th over the years here. Towards the top of the 7K range, Abe Answer withdrew last week at the Valero, so we'll have to wait more to see what happens there, but Matthew Fitzpatrick is 7,700. Matthew Fitzpatrick is like the new Matt Kuchar. I don't know, three or four years ago when I was in college, Matt Kuchar was always the darling for the Masters in these major events when he would be pushed down to $7,500. He wasn't ever going to be one of the best players, but he always had pretty solid, consistent form, and now the younger, newer version of that is going to be Matthew Fitzpatrick here at seven. $7,700. And based on his recent play here of four top 10 finishes in his last five outings, it's hard not to like him, but I will just caution you that he doesn't set up the greatest for a course like this when it comes to what his strengths would have to be. Other than these names that we've talked about, there are three more $7,000 players in my top 15 options this week. One of those players is $7,400 Billy Horschel, who is ranking in difficult courses like the Masters, 12th in approach, 15th in off the tee play, and top 10 in DraftKings scoring. And if we fact and what he has done recently, yeah, it's been good. A runner-up at the API, a top 10 finish at the Phoenix, nearly getting a top 10 at the Farmers. Everything has looked good for Billy Horschel as of late, and he sets up nicely here. He is somebody that typically will go under the radar, and this is why I don't think a guy like Max Homa picks up a ton of ownership is because $7,100 in that range, you have a lot of other options who are also playing well, like a Connors, like a Horschel, and guys with good course history, like a Webb. Now, these next two guys is where I get a little bit scared. Both $7,200 Jason Kokrak and $7,000 flat debutante Luke List are both top 10 options in grading right now for me. And both of these guys are able to hit the fairways and have distance on them and have good approach play. And the reason why it can become a little bit scary is their recent form is not so great, but this gives us an opportunity to probably get some lower owned guys who have upside based on the course fit. We're trying to predict what happens, not just use what has happened in the past, which is why you can see when he misses a cut, he's not finishing all that great over the last month. And eh, maybe people don't go to a Jason Kokrak and they probably definitely will not go to a guy who won as a debutante, which you don't win if you're a debutante of the Masters, but we don't need you to win Luke List at $7,000 flat, but he has missed a cut in back-to-back, -back. basically since he won the Farmers and looked very good and gained almost four strokes putting, which like never happens for a Luke List. Since then, you ended up seeing him play a lot worse, so I think that we're going to be getting probably a little bit of an ownership discount on both of those guys. Nobody's going to want to play them for maybe some justified reasons, but when we're looking at this specific week, how they set up, it actually looks really good. So that takes us through what I would consider the 
best range on the slate. Now, if we're not talking about some value, I think the best overall play on the slate is in the $10,000 plus range, and it's going to be John Rom. Now, here's a little bit of an interesting tidbit for you. Rom, the last time we saw him at the players, ended up finishing 55th overall because he lost 6.6 strokes right here on approach. But if you filter in Fantasy National by approach play, this is the second worst approach play of his career from what they actually have data for. And when you go back and you look back in 2017 and 2019 and 2020 when he had some other really bad outings on his approach with his irons it was never a consistent trend so i'm not concerned with this losing 6.6 strokes yeah it's not great but if you look at it in terms of stickiness it's not something that we should consider going to be sticky the one thing that would be a concern is his short game has not been the greatest as of late but that has not been catastrophically ruining him i mean he's losing three strokes around the green and with the putter and he's still finishing top tens he's still finishing third overall if that just becomes somewhere near a neutral john rom looks like a very dangerous option so rom is actually if you go to the 10k range for me is grading out as the best fit for this course and everything looks good for him but when you factor in DraftKings salary cheaper guys will get a little bit of a bump up and by the way if you stick around to the end we're going to build a little bit of a contrarian but upside lineup for the masters the 9k range is one that i think i don't want to say it's the worst range but it will definitely have the most ownership and that is scary some red flags in this range would be i mean hideki is coming off of a win here and really good success at the masters but he is having his own back issues hideki is going to have all the masters responsibilities the championship dinner that is a lot of pressure especially for a guy dealing with some back issues and when i say this range is gonna have a lot of ownership it's not just the name value of some of the brands here which there are it's not just the fact that hideki is the defending champ it's that a, guy, a lot of guys here just naturally pick up ownership because they're consistent and top 10 golfers in the world like jordan spieth is 9800 but i'm pretty sure we're gonna see 10 to 15 percent ownership on him even though he is struggling with the putter i mean it has been very hit or miss he's struggling this week as well with the event still going on in texas in uh, san antonio at the valero texas open he's losing basically two strokes every other week right now it's hit or miss hodgepodge for him he had success at pebble where he basically always does but that's been a little bit rocky and he's somebody who will always pick up ownership and another man who is basically i mean you could argue a top five golfer in the world probably over the last year and that's daniel berger who every single week goes out there i really can't say anything bad about daniel berger's golf game the only thing we could say from DraftKings is yeah he probably is going to be the highest known golfer in this field he naturally in these loaded fields whether it's the genesis whether it is a major whether it's a wgc in the past years he naturally picks up a lot of ownership because he arguably could be a ten thousand dollar golfer who's never put in that range now usually he's like 86 8500 they bumped him up to the 9k flat range but i still think people are going to gravitate there and a big reason why is the consistency now the irons have been a little bit shaky i mean losing two strokes is nothing crazy after being so damn consistent before that gaining five gaining a stroke six three three six ten right they've been really consistent the putter can get extremely hot and it has been better as of late and he's just consistent when it comes to placing 13th for the miscut at the phoenix everything went wrong but he bounced right back with a top five at the honda a 20th of fifth i mean daniel berger right is somebody who is going to be a hard guy not to like heading into this week which is exactly why this range gets scary with ownership you get the guys who look a lot like each other always when it comes to just major scoring and pricing and that's xander and cantley both of these guys are coming in with fine form cantley and last one or two events a little bit shaky but for the most part the last month last two last really 2022 in general has looked good for these guys they have good course experience especially Xander here a guy who went on the brink of 2019 of missing the cuts having the best day on on Friday on cut day and then he actually was winning the tournament right before Tiger ended up closing it out guys that I think maybe we can get some pivot opportunities towards would be twofold one Brooks Kepka and two the runner-up from last year in Will Zalatoris now Brooks in his recent play if you can see right here he's been kind of hit or miss a 12th a miscut a 16th a miscut a third but he's been healthy right the last two or three weeks he's been stating how healthy he is and you have the narrative of him now playing at a major now I wouldn't be shocked to see ownership here but i would be a little bit surprised
surprised to see like 20 to 30 percent around all these other guys probably maybe a 12 to 15 percent which is kind of average and then will zalatoris willie z who ended up finishing second here put his name on the map in a major way last year he's just been consistent you're having top 10 finishes in january you're basically having making the cut and looking very good while doing it on approach when it comes to this specific field right here will zalatoris ranks top five and off the t play top 10 in driving distance on more difficult courses and a solid DraftKings score so i would say the pivots out of a range that is likely going to pick up a lot of ownership will and also fit the course net well we're not just trying to pivot for pivot's sake but wills outdoors and brooks kepka in the 9k range for me and if you're interested in how i determine who are the top plays the projected plays the ownership all that you can check it out on my tools on patreon linked down below you get discord access and a whole lot more in that community so if the 9k range is likely to pick up a lot of ownership i think the pivotal range right the range where really you're going to win or lose maybe you get three guys from this range is the eight thousand dollar range sure there will be ownership in this range but i do think a lot of it gets sucked by the 9k range and honestly probably by some plays that aren't the greatest in the 8k range the 8k range you can't start without saying something about tiger woods as of this recording he hasn't officially announced that he's going to be in this field but he basically for the most part has we're just going to assume that he is of this recording we did not see him last year of course and this is a guy that we got to see play at the pnc with his son and look fine but it's a totally different beast now when you're having to walk augusta and play against the best of the best the biggest thing here when we're talking about tiger woods is that we should just enjoy this and not have expectations when a guy is eighty five hundred dollars on DraftKings, yeah that's a fair price you want to play him fine he doesn't have to win the tournament he finishes top 20 and he scores decently he's going to pay off for you and you probably had a lot of fun cheering for him it really all comes down to you i'll probably just place a bet on him on something like prize picks on his fairways hit or maybe on his his birdies overall over there i'd rather do that personally than go here because of the name and the allure and how everybody of course loves tiger from a golf perspective will likely lead to maybe a little bit more ownership than he should have but i'm not going to stress too much either way on that one he's a fair price point we haven't seen the guy in a while i personally am not going to be playing him here at the masters but i will be getting some sort of action one way or another and maybe if you even want to be maybe a pessimist but really a realist a missed the cut better missed the cut parlay on tiger could be there now this eight thousand dollar range again a lot of debutantes i mean you get sam burns in the range you get taylor gooch guys who were winning early and somewhat often in this field or at least placing highly often uh, sam burns is coming in as uh, one of the most improved golfers since the last time we were at the masters and that's why he's exactly in this course with plenty of wins including coming off of a win at the valspar where he gained seven strokes on approach and he's now gained four or more strokes putting in his last three events and oh yeah he's finished top 10 twice with a win during that time but believe it or not the guy who actually ranks out the best for me in the entire 8k range he's the only guy in the 8k range in my top 10 this week and that is going to be shane lowry at 8800 who i believe we actually won't get that much ownership on so let's do this let's go over to DraftKings and let's start actually building a lineup out here so let's put shane lowry who is my best eight thousand dollar guy in as our first guy in probably not the name you thought of he has a lot of experience obviously at this course he has back-to-back -to -back top 25 finishes has played here for the last five years okay cool so now you go down to shane lowry and everything is kind of clicking from a recent play standpoint we're seeing that approach play it's clicking off the reason why he is grading out so well here is not only does he have the approach play clicking he has the off the tee play we know he can hit fairways in all types of conditions and he's top 10 in this field when it comes to the combination of what he can do on approach and with the driver aka the ball striking finishing 12th 13th and second over the last three events everything has been clicking for shane lowry he'll be our first guy into this DraftKings lineup since i said he is my favorite play on the overall slate when you factor in price as of right now before ownership comes in let's put max homa in there and we already have a lot of money left over eighty five hundred dollars for our last four golfers as we talk through this maybe we can find some extra guys other guys in the 8k range who stand out i talked about taylor gooch if i'm gonna pick a debutante i'd rather pick sam burns might have a little bit more ownership on him but i'm okay with that my number 11 overall ranked player he has recent form not there as much but he has good course history here he is somebody who has a reliable in some senses when it comes to spiking and hitting high weeks i mean he's gained three strokes putting in three of his last five events so the short game is there he can hit the fairways he's accurate so 
I don't know what the upside of a Sunjay Im is going to be in terms of his ceiling. I do think that he can win this event. And then the final guy finishing in my top 20 in this 8K range would be Terrell Hatton, who doesn't set up the greatest here overall, which is a concern, but did have his best finish last year. So let's add another guy to this DraftKings lineup. Let's put Brooks Kepka in here. Brooks is a little bit more expensive at $9,400. Maybe that's the most expensive we have to go to. So we have one 8, one 7, and one 9K option. Depending on what we want to do in the 6 and 10K range, we'll determine exactly where we go with these last three guys. And the top shelf options, a new number one in the world, Scotty Scheffler, right? He ends up winning the last time that we saw him out there at the match play. He looked dominant. But the guy that I like the most in this range, we've already kind of talked about him, is going to be John Rahm. But there are three guys in my top 10 overall that I do like, and that is Scotty Scheffler, it is John Rahm, and it is Dustin Johnson. Guys who do not grade out all that well for me here are Morikawa and Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas sets up nicely here. It's probably more so just because of how wonky that putter can be for him, which is obviously hit or miss. And if it does hit, well, he's fine, but he has to hit at 10,300. You can get a little bit more consistent options with a John Rahm, with DJ, whose game's coming along, look good at the match play, and obviously probably the most consistent player uh, we have seen of late, and that is Scotty Scheffler. But we actually have seven guys in the 10K plus range, which is somewhat rare. If I was to not go to a John Rahm and maybe save a little bit of money, I would probably go to a Victor Hovland. Hovland, who is $10,100, who in my opinion sets up really nicely for this course, not just from a scoring standpoint overall. I mean, you're going to get Hovland in this course ranking right now, sixth in DraftKings scoring on more difficult, longer courses. He's second in off the tee play over the last six months and sixth in just hitting their fairways. And we obviously know what he can do with his iron play. Coming off the Valspar where it wasn't the greatest firm, but nothing was too concerning. The tee to green looked fine. The approach play looked fine. Before that, everything clicking, top tens everywhere. At the Genesis, a tough field. The players, a very tough field. The API finishing second overall. I think that Hovland, arguably even up there with the John Rahm when you talk about the salary savings, he is my third ranked player overall in this field. So it goes a John Rahm, a Max Homa of all people, and then yes, a Victor Hovland. So if there is a way to fit a Victor Hovland into this type of a lineup, um, that would be interesting. From a lineup construction standpoint, getting like one guy in each salary range probably isn't the best. It's what a lot of people will do. So I'll try and stay clear of it right now for the purpose of this lineup. But 10,300 or 10,100 Hovland uh, is a very fair price point uh, with seven guys in the 10K range this week. So I mentioned with Tiger, there's a better chance that I kind of just take like over-unders on his fairways hit, his birdies are better, and that's how I get my action strokes, lots of other things. You can do this over on prizepicks.com if you are interested. You use the code GOLF right above me right there in the YouTube version, and you get a free bet matched up to $100. It's legal in states like Texas, where I am, Florida, New York, where sports betting might not be fully rolled out or legal yet. So you can check it out. There's a lot of options here. There's going to be a ton of options for the Masters and different ways to get in on the action. This is a great way to kind of get in on some guys that maybe you like or you don't like, but you don't want to take a stance on them in DraftKings because of the salary or whatever else it might be. So it'll be linked down below in the description. You just use that code SAL on prizepicks.com for a free bet up to $100. The 7K range is so good that it really makes the 6K range not look that great because it's a lot of guys who don't have any form, who don't have good course history here. So I start to scroll down and I get down to $6,700 Tom Hogue. $6,700 Tom Hogue is the only guy, and, and get this, ready to open up the mirror holes here, the only guy in the 6K range in my top 25 ranks and he's actually number 15 not bad the way that he kind of sets up is going to be that he can hit the fairway and he's going to have good approach play the concern for him is what it's going to be for a lot of guys maybe like a hat to an extent uh, and an answer if he ends up playing in this field is just the overall distance he's going to be at a disadvantage there no doubt about it but i'm okay to take that disadvantage when it's a little bit cheaper than some of those other names that we mentioned and obviously the recent form has been fine we know that he won pebble beach he ends up losing five strokes with the putter at the players that's not too much of a concern for me we know that that's him just blowing up with the putter is not really his game he had not 
not done it for two months or even longer dating back to like last October before that but really the recent form of finishing 33rd and 32nd we would like it to be better but if that's what we're going to get coming into this week that's really all you can ask maybe you get an eagle opportunity in there uh, a birdie streak in there the concerns here would be the 32 year old is making his debut so he doesn't get his bearings down but he'll get some experience just getting the practice rounds in and he's cheap enough so I'm not too concerned that is the most confident I feel going down here like Harold Varner is down here there's some things to like from his iron play but very inconsistent Ryan Palmer who's been atrocious here did finish 34th last year and grades out like in the 30s for me out of these guys the only other guy to mention if you're going below $6,500 I actually think Mackenzie Hughes at $6,300 is too cheap Mackenzie Hughes who does have experience here right he finished 40th made the cut last year Mackenzie Hughes who at the Valero actually this past week looked very good with his approach play and his irons uh, over after the first round the putter is what let him down but that's not really something to worry about long term with Mackenzie Hughes so you're getting him with a miscut a miscut a 48th a miscut he's not doing anything nobody's gonna want to play Mackenzie Hughes I'll be very interested to see if his irons stay hot at the Valero Texas Open but yeah I mean a guy like Mackenzie Hughes at $6,300 is probably the cheapest I would go this week now do we want to throw a Mackenzie Hughes into this type of a DraftKings lineup or build through a balanced approach I am pretty tempted to go through the build through a balanced approach model so let's get in here and let's get a $7,600 Corey Connors that gives us $8,500 now left over to spend so we have one 8k range guy two 7k ranges and Brooks Kepka. Kepka probably going to be our most expensive golfer if I throw Kokrak in there who I don't think picks up much ownership we get $9,900 left over to spend nah, we're kind of in a range of guys who will have a lot of ownership but we, we've already kind of pivoted so Xander is completely fine you leave $300 on the table you have maybe some lower owned options Will Zalatoris I think is completely fine at $9,200 you get $700 left on the table we can just leave that money on the table if we want to we can go back to a Jason Kokrak and upgrade him slightly to let's see who else would be down here we can upgrade him to a Matthew Fitzpatrick at $7,700 we can upgrade him to a Webb Smith and try and play or Webb Simpson and try and play the course history angle of this so that really is up to you at that point there's going to be a whole week in ownership and using the tools down below on Patreon to kind of figure all of that out overall it is a slate where naturally through the Masters and, and through any major you can build some more balanced lineups there will be more content to come on the Golf Betting Network as the week goes on but for right now I'll see you in the next one